Hey there, hi there, ho there. First of all, I would like to thank Taylor Courage for, you know, picking up the slack that I left behind oh? <laughs> uh, last week because I was having a little freak out moment and I texted Taylor. I was almost crying. We like, Taylor, I just can't be able. I just, first of all, two of my projects, their due dates got moved to that week. I was freaking out a little bit. And, you know, I just don't, didn't have time. So, Taylor, she just said, you know what? We're, I'm just going to do independent podcasts. Whoa. I said, I'm just going to rebrand. No. <laughs> like, you know, it was it was an experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to sit in some dim lighting in my room and just go off. Um, I really felt the asthma come out. And I did not realize, like, how much mm. effort it is to talk to yourself for like 36 minutes because I was like oh there's there's nowhere to pause to breathe yeah um so if y'all heard those deep gasps I'm so sorry I tried to edit them out but hey it's okay we all uh get out of breath or like me all the time me winded just from doing nothing I'll walk up the stairs and then I'll like try to record a message for you and I'll be like (gasps) and I'm like why am I so out of breath like I just I didn't walk that far I'm the queen of you need to calm down like (laughs) and because now I'm aware of it I find myself when I like send messages Uh uh-huh yeah send messages I go like this I'm like yeah so um yeah so this crazy thing happened today and then this happened (laughs) I will find myself starting message and then realize I'm so out of breath to where I can't finish so I'll just like I'll just, like, erase it and, like, nope, we're not doing this. If it sounds too crazy, if it sounds like I just ran the Boston Marathon, like, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. But, you know, it's okay. We all have asthma. This is uh, God punishing me for that one time I was talking about people with inhalers. Mm. This is that punishment. Um, And I guess we should, uh, you know, break the big news next week. Our last podcast of 2019. Don't you worry, guys. We're still hanging around. 2020 gonna be back. Better than ever, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yep. Uh, next week, our last one. We were gonna end it on our Vanessa Hudgens Christmas movie, but you know, we felt like uh, we didn't prepare you guys for the abrupt ending. Yeah, and because, like, the summer, I feel like we were just, like, gone. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we, we owe that extra mm-hmm. episode, but next year, and I was just doing a little planning crunching some numbers (laughs) i was like so what if like we record a few episodes early before like the the season kicks off okay so that way like january she ready to go like would it be is it season three or four it would be season three dang dang we're on our third season guys i feel like it was just the pilot episode yesterday (laughs) But, like, I think that would be really great, and I think, I think, you know, this year we did a lot of stuff right. I feel like next, the the next last episode of this year will be, like, more about that, mm-hmm. but um, something that I just want to see is just, like, better preparation from us. <laughs> we're, we're just a mess, and, you know, I would like to blame uh, classes for that. Agree. Uh, because around we need to prepare for finals week. We always think, like, we're going to be fine. No, finals week comes around, and I, I don't know about you, but me, I'm a mess. I'm like, I can't. The podcast is, like, I, it's, I hate to say it, but it's, like, second on my mind when it comes to finals and stuff. And I would just like to prepare ahead of that time. I just feel so bad, like, when we put the grid out and then, like, 
dates get shifted or whatever. Like, I just feel like, wow, I'm not delivering on what I promised. Also, guys, I will put a grid out this month. As I said, freak out last week, did not put one out. I will blame myself for that. That's I just, okay. I, for, I completely forgot about that. But I will put um, the, the podcast, uh, Taylor's podcast episode will be in the grid, even though it's a week late. Aww. Because it's part of the pine house. Can you just put a big picture of my head in the grid now? Okay. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But, um, I'll just put, like, the title on your forehead. <laughs> like, last night I was looking up, I said, what Ariana Grande song can I title this episode now? But, um, ooh, maybe we should think about what song, what songs pop in. Um, I don't know. Tree people with... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to talk about this, and I'm going to talk about it more next week, and probably for the rest of my life. I don't care. If you don't want to hear it, fast forward. But I talked about Aroda in the last episode by myself, and, um, you know, I got eucalyptus in my mind, or whatever it was called. My baby, my sugar melon, he said, I'm going to put this friggin' album out on my girl T-Swizzle's 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Taylor Swift. You're 30. You're so old. <laughs> you're, you're literally not 30. No. 30, flirty, and thriving. But it also feels weird that she's 30. It's it like, is. Dang. When you said that, I was like, what? Because, you know, it wasn't. It was just yesterday when she was a 16-year-old girl in her pickup truck, you know, I, singing about Tim McGraw. I think it's because we've been listening to her for so long. But also, Taylor and I, we're some Tennessee girls. Taylor, she's kind of our girl. She's you know, like, on, you know, on the low, <laughs> on the low, like on, <laughs> on like the, the low, low <laughs> on the bottom of the ocean. She's my girl. Like after, you know, Harry, Dolly and like a well, lot of other people. She's a Hendersonville girl when it comes to Tennessee. So, you know, she's right down the street from us. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah. I remember the first time I went into Hendersonville High School, I saw the Taylor Swift Auditorium. Yeah. I was like, my Spanish teacher in high school taught her um, in high school. Was she a good student? <laughs> Apparently not. But, you know, I could have misinterpreted and mistranslated. You know, he only spoke Spanish. Oh, my God. I'm dead. Speaking of foreign languages, on this album, I didn't even say the name of it. Fine line, baby. I'm going to talk about it in the next album. I'm going to save all my thoughts. I'm going to ruminate on it. I've been, like, irritating Katie with the volume. And I'll get to talk about it, too, next week, because I'll, I'll listen to it more. Uh-huh. Um, let me just say... The end of Cherry was so triggering, especially after last week's podcast where I was really just going in on this one professor. I could not give y'all the full version of it. Like, the original version that I texted you, I could not put that on the internet. It was too specific. But it was great, also. It was Sorry, guys, you, you missed out. <laughs> it was really funny. But, like, I couldn't do that because I'm so terrified of this man, like, hearing it. That's okay, though. I, I have to censor myself sometimes. Literally, because it's like, I I think I still have to see him next semester. Like, I don't have his class anymore, thank God. But, like, and I just want to emphasize he's not a bad person. I just, I can, I, if I ever had to take that class again, I would throw myself off a building. Like, that's the truth. But, you know, at the end of Cherry, our girl Camille Rowe, our modeling queen, she, <laughs> her Vogue videos keep popping up in my, like, recommended. Mm. It's like, I don't care if my lipstick is messed up. I'm going to make out tonight anyway. I'm like, ah, that's a mood. Um, but she's at the end, she's like, she's like, cuckoo, tu dors, je n'ai pas un pardon. And I'm like. I'm like final covers now <laughs> because I bombed that final. Oof. Mm. Uh, you know, I didn't even reach 
to the end of Cherry. Just saying. It was a little on the slow side for me. Mm-hmm. Just saying. The, we'll get into it next week. I'm very excited. Yeah. But for now, we have to move on to the next um, film in the Netflix Christmas Cinematic Universe. Because it is confirmed <laughs> that is a, it is a Netflix Christmas Cinematic Universe. NXCU. Yeah. Um... Marvel, DC, Star Wars. Get out of the way. Yeah. King Kong. I don't know who else is there. Netflix US at Netflix on Twitter has confirmed there is a cinematic universe. So it says, three films seized on the, ch- on the chance to create something more significant than Easter egg. That's how The Night Before Christmas, set in America, The Princess Witch, <laughs> set in Belgravia, and The Christmas Prince, set in Aldovia were inextricably extri- I can't say that word. You know the word. Inextricably. Wait, hold on. Inextric- inextricably linked forever. So basically, there's this whole thread on Twitter. Now we haven't seen. I don't know. Have you seen the Christmas Christmas Prince? I haven't, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's it's new, but we haven't seen it. We didn't review it because it didn't have Vanessa Hudgens in it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, they're all linked together because the fictional countries are like mentioned in each other. So basically, there's three Vanessa Hudgens just running around in one <laughs> cinematic universe. The fictional land of Ohio. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a new uh, Princess Switch movie. There's going to be a second one called Switched Again. I knew there was going to be a, se- a sequel. So there might be four Vanessa Hudgens running around. I mean, everything has to be a cinematic universe these days. I will say, I did really enjoy this movie. Like, last night, I was having a blast, especially the first half hour or so. I was really living my best it life. It was, it's one of those movies, and I said this, bad writing gets a pass when it's a Christmas movie. Oh my god, yes. It gets such a, like, a big pass, but I will say, towards the middle of the movie, got a little... Boring. Yeah, because we kind of knew where it was headed, and it's like, let's just pick it up. But it was so funny and just fun, and Vanessa Hudgens is just Vanessa Hudgens. She's not. She does not play any characters in these movies. Literally, it's literally. Like I don't even know Vanessa Hudgens. I've never met that woman, and I probably never will. Unfortunately, um, you know, my hair dye inspiration always and forever. She is just her. <laughs> like character, never heard of it. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should discuss the plot, which is very simple. Okay, so basically, our girl Nessa, she is—we're just gonna call her Vanessa. I called her Vanessa last night, like throughout the whole movie. I all I know is that her last name is Winters because that girl kept being like Miss Winters. I know her name is Brooke. Oh, okay, but it's <laughs> I just forgot. Kind of, she didn't look like a Brooke to me. Mm. Like you know what I mean? I can only think of Brooke from Dance Moms. <laughs> In the last, like, in the Princess Switch, when she was, like, Stacy Denona or whatever, like, I was like, okay, Stacy, that makes sense. She did not look like a brick in this movie. And that's debatable. But (laughs) she's a science teacher, and, you know, she's just trying to, like, get through this holiday season, but, oh my god, she keeps seeing her ex again and again and again. The connections to the Princess Switch is just... And I'm not talking about connections, like, oof, this connects to this from the Princess... No, it's, like, the same plot. But just, you know, guy from 14th century magically appears in the modern world. Exactly. So our boy, um, Cole, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Sir Cole. Norwick. Um, Nor- is that 
whatever. It doesn't matter. He looks just like Prince Charmant from Ella Enchanted. So I thought I was just being delusional last night at first. I was like, oh, like, you're inventing this in your head. And then I looked up the picture. Yeah. They look the freaking same. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, that, there's no way it's the same actor. And it, it isn't. Because I'm like, he would have been older or whatever. But I'm just saying my mans could get it. Mm. Like, if she came on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think he was like that. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cute. Not like the cutest in the world, but he was kind of cute. Oh no, I wouldn't have been attracted. Just oof. Uh, okay. Um. So our girl Vanessa, she's like, I gotta take my niece to see Santa Claus. You know, there has to be a little girl in I the movie. She was too old for that, but whatever. Yeah. So she sits on Santa's lap. She's like, Santa, can I please have blah 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 blah. Also, can you get my aunt a boyfriend who doesn't cheat on her? Like, I <laughs> said, so put her business all out there. <laughs> and uh, you know, Santa Claus is over here like. You know, we don't deal with that up here. You know, do you want a toy? Matchmaking? Never heard of it. Me mm. and Mrs. Claus are actually filing for divorce. <laughs> as we speak. And then our boy, Mr. Like 14th Century, uh, he's living in the 14th century. And this it's like <laughs> the dialect. It's so not what it would be. No. Because you, okay, I have to say this. There are a bunch of tweets that I found about the night before <laughs> Christmas. By the way, night as in like, K-N-I-G-H-T. Like, <laughs> Night as in my middle school mascot. Um, I would like to read these tweets because they do um, show how ridiculous this movie is. But at the same time, you gotta give it a pass. So, first, we have, um, you know, somebody said, Sir Calls speaking in dialect of 14th century Old English, incomprehensible, incomprehensible to modern ears. Nobody would, nobody would understand. Can you read Shakespeare? No, like, can you read Shakespeare and be like, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like, I can look at Shakespeare and be like, I get the gist of it, but, you know, if somebody talked to me in real life like that, I'd be like, mm, sorry. I feel like I can read Shakespeare to a degree. There's definitely some things where I'm kind of, like, lost in translation, but I feel like if you've ever been to, like, medieval times or whatever that thing is called, the Renaissance yeah. Fair or the festival, baby, you got it, you good. Mm. And then we have Sir Cole was instantly killed when his immune system encountered modern germs. Rip. I mean. <laughs> and then husband watching the night before Christmas. Sucks that Mrs. Claus had to go back in time 700 years to find a guy that won't cheat on Brooke. I, I said this last mm -hmm. night. I said this. Like, here's my whole deal, right? When they plopped him into modern times, because basically the whole thing is, like, Mrs. Claus slash old crone lady is like, hey, baby, I need your help. And he's like, of course, my lady. Of course. Of course. Let me just take off my chainmail hoodie and help you. Um, and then she blasts him to 2019. He would be freaking out a lot more. Yeah, I would be freaking That's what I was saying. Like, poor guy. Just, he doesn't know what a television is or a car. And then another person said... Watching the night before Christmas, and Brian are going to have to really stop hollering, hollering first of all, <laughs> about how he wouldn't have said bajabbers or appeared shirtless or been able to read the modern alphabet to sound out tater tots. <gasps> I literally said I mean, that. I when he said tater tots, even cheeseburger, I was like, how would you know how to say that? Exactly. Because I'm like, one, the letters is different, like yeah. the font and everything. Um, because don't their, like, S's look like F's or something? Or their F's look like I S's? Don't I don't know. Made no sense. Um, and, you know, I wasn't expecting extreme historical accuracy with this movie, like, I going was, into it. I was impressed enough that they they had the right king. K. 
King Edward the Third. Exactly. I literally had to look. I'm like, okay, did he actually? Was he actually in the 14th century? Yes, he was. We spent like, like no time in Norwich. Nope. And nobody was concerned about a boy. They're like, oh my god, Shelly. He was gone for like ten days, and everybody's like, oh, you're back. Oh, and I guess he like, died. <laughs> well, he was like, oh, I just got lost. And they were like, okay. Does this happen often? <laughs> He's like, yeah, just, you know, typical Tuesday. Um, I, oh, there were just so many problems. Like, when he came up to this, like, winter festival or whatever, and he sees, you know, the carousel going around and the music playing or whatever. It's, like, were, a, it's like a hip-hop version of some Christmas song. Oh, I didn't even know what song was playing. He's just trying to find his freaking horse, Sherwin. Like Williams, and um, <laughs> he's like, "Oh my God, where is this music coming from? I'm going to carousel, what are the horses doing spinning?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Wouldn't you be like freaking out though?" I would be. And then he hears Alexa. By the way, best product placement Honestly. of the year. I'm glad I don't have an Alexa in my house because she would have been going crazy. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Alexa, play, bring me back to my country." And she's over here. First of all, she's playing like completely different things. That Alexa needs to be fixed. She's she's not doing her job. Play, bring me back to my country, and it's like Jingle now bells. playing <laughs> now playing top country hits. <laughs> That's how it was. Yes, he's figured out how to use a remote on the television. It would have taken me much longer to figure that out. Um, you know, he decides to put. Alexa in the freezer to stop her. Why did he choose the freezer out of all things? I don't know. And he, he he's like, the freezer, it's bringing in the cold weather from outside. Like, don't you have more questions? Like, how is this possible? Last night when I thought I broke my toe, uh, I went in the kitchen to tell my grandma about this movie. And I said, he keeps going like, the freezer. <laughs> I'm like doing it in the actual kitchen. And she's like, y'all are stupid. Uh, she said, what number can I call for your radio show? And I'm like, hmm. I said, I love that she's from the 14th century. This is 1075 The River. 1075 The Podcast. I ruined that for you. I'm so sorry. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. It's just like Alexa. Not giving me what I asked for. (laughs) You didn't ask for anything. I said, I need harmonies. And she said, no. Harmonica's for sale. (laughs) Um... And then he goes to a grocery store, and he's shocked to see all the colorful foods. He's like, wow, you have a lot of stuff. Don't you have questions about why everything is in bags? In boxes? Yeah. And then he starts opening up all the breads and just taste testing them. Or, like, electricity. Yeah. Like, there like, are lights in this building. Like, he wouldn't even know what that is. Like, what is that up there? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I feel like if this had been real... Like, legit, I mean, I don't know. Time travel is something that I think is so confusing. Like, I don't understand it. But. I don't think anybody understands it. It's just like, like, every time people talk about it, I'm like, okay. Um, but would he not be having, like, a panic attack? I feel like he would have sensory overload. Oh, yeah. And with the modern germs. He would be dying. Exactly. My boy would be, like, um, Asa Butterfield. When he was, you know, leaving Mars or whatever, my boy would be like, my heart, my heart condition. But no, he's just kind of like, how do you get the music out of the magic box? Mm-hmm. And he keeps pressing buttons, and she's like, mmm, buttons. Like, I would be freaking out, too. Who is this voice coming from? For real. I'm, like, he's like... And then he keeps seeing that same woman over and over again. The poor man probably thinks he's going crazy. And then the selfie girls come up. And he and they're like selfie, and he looks at the screen. He probably sees himself, and he's like, "I'm sorry." Me when I just like glitch, I'm like, 
It's all simulation. Yeah. <laughs> but it just made... I, I don't know. I feel like they could have done more with that. And I know, like, it gets a pass. It's a Christmas movie, whatever. But I just... I mean, let's let's be honest. If we were children, four years old, watching this, would we, we be questioning it as much? I feel like as, I would still be like... You know? I, I, did, I wouldn't. I mean, when I was a kid, I just... I just watched it. But then I go back and look at Christmas movies. Like, Polar Express, for instance. Well, Polar Express is probably the one movie where I had the most questions. I was so confused on the, if the entire thing was real or not. And I kept asking my parents, and they could not give me an answer. So they said, Katie, it was just a movie. And I could not accept that. And I still can't accept it. I don't know what happened. Polar Express is, like, its own genre. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's its own thing. It's, it's ten movies in one movie. Because I remember, I vividly, like, remember, like, as if it were yesterday, going to see that movie in mm. the second grade, like, on a class field trip, and sitting in the old theater that doesn't exist anymore, and, like, looking at the screen, and because the animation, and keep in mind, this was, like, 2004, so, like, animation styles have changed, I was like, this is so realistic. I was like, oh my god, is mm. he real? I'm like, why is this train so loud? <laughs> okay, so uh, I had a very similar experience. I went with my grandparents and all my cousins, except for my little sister and my two little cousins, because they were too young to see the movie. They were little, little. Couldn't handle that hot chocolate. Mm-mm. Oh, best song, by the way. We <laughs> all we always sing that song. Like, whenever somebody mentions hot chocolate in my family, we always go like, hot, hot, hot hey, chocolate. we got it. <laughs> hot, hot. <laughs> but we saw the movie, and I was gonna pee my pants the entire time when that train started coming in when when everything started shaking I was like cover my ears like it's too loud <laughs> it was way too loud for me it still is it's like it, <laughs> there's like a tiktok or something of these boys in a dance class and they're like and they're like this is where the hot chocolate people get trained <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought it was so funny but that movie is crazy cause it's oh <sighs> What is happening? <laughs> you moved it. It scared me. With this and the Polar Express, I'm going to have a heart attack today. <laughs> With that bitch. That over there, I'm going to have a heart attack. But, um, oh my god, like, that movie's terrifying because, like, the top, the scene where they're on top of the train. That's scary. That scared the crap out of me. With, like, that hobo man. I saw a video. Somebody put... Okay, you know the scene where the train is on the ice and they're literally drifting. Somebody said on Twitter, I didn't know trains could drift, but they put put the theme from to- from Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift in the background. <laughs> and it is the most hilarious thing oh you will God. ever find. It was... <laughs> That, I've never seen that movie, that Fast and Furious movie, but I know that theme. Every It's, like, so funny. And it's just a train drifting on ice. I just can't handle, like, the horrific <laughs> nature of that film. And, like, the way the elves look, terrifying. The movie is kind of scary. It's, That's... like, very uncanny valley. And then Tom Hanks is everywhere. He's He plays everybody. The, the poor man is just doing all the heavy lifting. I remember I thought the train conductor literally was Tom Hanks. <laughs> I was like, is that oh. I mean, it looks like him. But the thing about that movie is, like, <laughs> I haven't watched it in a while. But whenever, like, I look at it now, like, clips from it, and they're, like, singing or whatever. First of all, that song that they sang, I was like, this is so annoying, shut up. But their, like, mouths and, like, eyes, like, do not go the, with The animation is very strange. And I think that's why it freaked me out as a kid. The animation is 
it's really weird. weird. It's like very realistic, but like so realistic that it's I don't fake. think they were at that point yet where they should have been making something like that. Like wait a few more years and then make something like that. Because the characters don't have like facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Like it's weird. Like I, you could be like, I love going to the store, but these characters are like, I love going to the store. I'm like, especially that little kid with the glasses. That kid was freaky. He reminds me of a kid that I went to school with. Like, Ooh. the voice, the aesthetic, all of it. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch person. that movie. It's a, it's probably going to be on for the next 50 days. I mean, honestly. Uh, but speaking of hot chocolate, hey, 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 we got it. <laughs> Our boy Cole, he loves him some hot chocolate. Oh, yeah. And she said, we're only getting one thing of hot chocolate. And he just said, no, we're getting it all. Was was money not a thing? Well, I guarantee you. Come on. With their little like, half pennies. You had some type of cur- currency. You know you can't just be buying everything you got. I'm like, even in, like, your days, like, you know, like, there's, like, some type of barter system or something. Uh, but hot chocolate's disgusting. There, I said it. I like it when it's hot. If it's relatively just, like, a little bit cold. If it's just warm, I'm not going to drink it. It has I to be scalding it. hot. I hate hot chocolate. I always have, and I always will. Controversy. I always can, like, I always convince myself that I like it. I'm like, uh, hot chocolate by the fire while we sip and fondue. Make what? I don't know. No. Um, and then I'm like, ew. Maybe I just haven't had good hot chocolate. I don't know. Um, uh, one thing I have a problem with, which I told you last night, so... I'm just going to skip ahead because we we all know how this story goes. You know, to fall in love, but he has to go back because he finished his quest. And um, and she's, like, all alone, and she's crying, and it's very obvious she's in love with Cole, and she wants him to still be here. She starts eating that bread he was making, and he's like, if you put a little magic bean in there, whoever gets it is the king and queen of the nighting ceremony. And she gets the bean, and she looks at it, and she's like, the magic she literally says this guys ah, the magic bean she starts crying I wish Cole was still here I really wish why do you need to say that that's I mean, for the kids at home also why do you have to like I mean I guess some people can't, couldn't see it was the bean but it's like you said it's for the kids at home it's for the door of the explorer kids you need everything said to you <laughs> That's what bugged me about it. It was like, she kept saying everything. Like, girl, we get it. You're a good enough actress to say, like... Show, don't tell. Yes. My biggest problem with this movie, and I went off about it last night in multiple messages, these freaking gloves for this freaking child. This poor girl is just, I'm poor. That's my personality. Literally, like, that's all that, like, her and her three brothers and sisters. And are they all brothers? I think, I don't remember. I don't know. And then her dad, who's just, like... The nicest man on earth, but he's poor. <laughs> like, in case you didn't realize, poor. Like, that they keep bringing it up, like, every time. So, okay, Brooke has a niece, um, who's her sister's kid, and, you know, Brooke's niece is friends with this little girl who's poor, TM, and it, they'll be like this, yeah, we're making snowmen outside, she's like, yeah, I really wish we could have ice at my house. <laughs> like, it's like every single she line. She decides to take off the gloves she has or whatever. What, uh, this share? scene made me want to scream. Uh, okay, so they're building, like, they're playing in the snow or whatever. And then uh, Brooke's niece is like, hey, like, aren't your hands getting cold? Where are your gloves? <laughs> and the girl's like, oh, 
these gloves don't keep my hands warm. And my daddy can't afford to get me new gloves. And I'm like, okay, but wouldn't your hands be warmer with the gloves on than they would be without them? I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, by the way, you can get gloves for like 50 cents probably. They're acting like gloves are like coming from Gucci or something. Like they're $350 <laughs> per glove. No. And then the girl's like, mm. and I'm like, you know what else is going to cost money? The hospital bills when you get pneumonia for not wearing gloves, so put them on. Mm-hmm. And then, like, later on, like, so Brooke's niece is like, okay, you can have my mittens that my mom just spent, like, a million dollars on, whatever. And then, because apparently gloves in this universe are, like, a rare commodity. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Brooke's mom is like, yeah, my daughter is such a good person. She <laughs> gave her gloves. And we have a thousand of them, so we can't give one pair to her. Literally, and then they explain the dad's, um, David's, like, backstory, and I'm like, oh my god. It's a typical, like, mom died, but I'm gonna work harder. I'm working two jobs. Still can't pay for a pair of gloves, but it's fine. But we don't see that through David. They just tell us. Like, there's one scene with David. It's so stupid. It's like, yeah, you know David's wife passed away last year after being sick for a decade. And then he took two jobs, and he still takes his kids to volunteer to show that you can be poor and treat people with kindness. (laughs) And then they go to, like, the Christmas benefit concert or whatever. And then there's, like, this big fat tree, and it's like, these peasants are and she's this little girl. <laughs> she got a full outfit. Uh, no gloves. <laughs> no gloves. This girl gets no gloves. She's like, Daddy, Daddy, look. I got a coat and boots. I'm like, okay, but where are the gloves? Like, that's what she freaking needs. I don't think these people want her to pants. <laughs> Literally. I mean, she doesn't need them. Like, I, mean, I don't know how she's going to be serving up soup at the soup kitchen with no hands, but okay. Like, okay. Um, another problem with this movie with the two little girls. Okay, let's talk about this. There's a blizzard outside. Everybody, let's just hypothetically say that Tennessee gets a blizzard. Let's just think about it. I mean, anytime it snows, it's a blizzard here. Yeah. But, like, a blizzard blizzard. Like, it is Antarctica It is there. Dairy Queen up in this mug. Now, let's, all, let's also pretend that we both have a child. We have a daughter. <laughs> Of those ages. Oh, she has who been wants played. To, who wants to be poor? She has been played. It's been nine months I've had my child. Okay, so who wants to be the poor one? I guess I'll be poor. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have, I have both of the kids. I have both of the kids. And my daughter's coming up like, can we go play outside? And I'm like, girl, it's a blizzard out there. And then, you know, and then I'm like, mm, whatever. You both got gloves on now. Now, you, fi- you find out your daughter was stuck out in a blizzard with my daughter. Wouldn't you be slapping me silly being like, why'd you send my daughter out there? I'd be like this. You know we're poor. I can't afford to have <laughs> oh, a you're funeral also dead, right so. now. <laughs> I can't afford to have a funeral for my daughter. I really have... You're also dead. So you're also like, man, I, I can't stay dead. Oh, can I be David in this scenario? Okay. How are my kids going to make it to the soup kitchen this weekend <laughs> when I have to plan a funeral? I have to crunch the numbers. I hope we're budget. Not, I hope we're not being offensive to poor people. Here's the thing: like, it's not. It's, it's just the movie. It's not bad ideology, you know. Like, we're all about treating people with kindness and like showing people, like you know, showing care. Like when little girl gave her gloves to her friend, I was like, okay, okay, whatever. It's just like that was literally all these people's personalities. Like they had no interests, no anything other than, hey, I'm poor. Yeah. Um. But we should also play. So these kids go out in a blizzard. And when. Uh, okay. 
So, as a child, when my mom says, stay in the yard, that made you stay in the yard. You don't even go far out in the front yard. Well, the snow that was coming down was insane. So, I'm like, why did the mom let these kids go play outside in the first place? But whatever. I don't know. But these kids decided to go all the way across town to go to the local park for whatever reason. And you know what happens? Well, there's a little frozen lake that's apparently, like, pretty thick. And this little, you know, the whole town's like, the little girls are missing. We gotta go find them. And Sir Cole and Vanessa Hutchins go on the rescue. And they find this little girl standing like this in the middle of the lake. Like, it broke. I'm stuck. That scene had me cracking up. She was just like a little, like, stick out there. The way she was standing, I'm like, oh, wow, the green screen. It looked like she was doing, like, she was about to do a T-pose. And then she just went down. Like a video game character, like oof! It's like level up, choose your player. <laughs> and, she just, and me and Katie were talking about why is like every wintry movie there's always got to be some scene with like a lake with ice that isn't thick enough to support this weight. I know as a thick-witted queen, like I would not even be stepping on this lake. Like no. But we had our theories on what had happened because the girls went missing. My uh, <laughs> my theory was, you know, I had a couple. Um, well, you also had the theory, you know, about to get real Game of Thrones up in here, because Sir Cole left his sword outside, and they were talking about, like, playing knights or whatever. I thought those kids would be slicing and dicing up each other. But then I remember it was a Christmas movie, we can't be doing that. Then I thought, man, they could pull a bridge bridge of Terabithia, and just, like, she drowned. I mean, Bridget and Terabithia did it. Why could a Christmas movie do it? But they didn't go that way either. But I swear I thought they were going to do it. They were in a lake and everything. We are reviewing Bridge to Terabithia next year. We're doing it. It's just traumatizing. I don't want that to. movie was, like, my everything. Like, that was the first... Okay, not the first movie. The first movie I ever, like, remember crying at was Cheetah Girls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, um... Adrian Bailon's character goes to meet Dorinda, like, with her parents. She's like, I'm adopted. I remember crying. <laughs> I didn't cry at movies as a kid. I cry now at movies. I've been a Pisces since I came out the womb, figuratively and literally. I don't think I was an emotional child. I don't know what my problem was, but I still be crying at everything. Anyway, like... I thought, I really thought something bad was going to happen. I thought one of them was going to die. Like, one of them just has, like, a sword in her stomach. And like, Aunt Brooke, something happened. And Aunt Brooke's like, Santa, please bring my niece back. <laughs> I'm like, that would have been more interesting than what they actually did. <laughs> but, uh, but we would have never seen that poor little level-up girl just standing in the middle of the frozen lake. <laughs> it was so ridiculous how she was standing. It was so funny and i get like she was trying not to move so the ice wouldn't crack anymore or whatever but it was so funny she looked like a sim mm-hmm. and then cole's like get on your belly like a snail slither over slither i will have to say though i'm always the one looking at movies or whatever and like you know how like people like in movies when they're trying to cross a bridge but it looks pretty dangerous you know they need to be real careful um, I'm always the one that's like, I would get on my stomach and, like, hold on to the edge and just, like, slide. Same! I'm like, I wouldn't risk my, ba- like, you don't need to balance if you're on your stomach like that. Just, like, slide. Literally. That's what I, and, like, when he did that, I was like, dang, this movie is smart. 
I know they did some of this. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like in Stand By Me when, like, they go across mm-hmm. those train tracks and there's, like, the big gaps. Yeah. I can't even walk in a straight line, like, normally. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't trust myself. I would be, like, down, like. Yeah. Like, just hold on to it and just slide. You wouldn't fall. I mean, exactly. Well, maybe you would. You would you... have, like, less chance of falling. Yeah. Like, you, because I'm like, if you're walking and you, like, misstep or whatever, it's over, honey. Yeah, I don't have great balance. I so. don't either. Very poor balance. So, you know, that's where the stomach comes into use. I'm, exactly. That's yep. where, like, the guts be helping you. Mm-hmm. But my queen, she's slithering. She is slithering. And all I can think, slithering like Harry Potter. <laughs> all I can think of is that movie. This this podcast has so many references, and I'm so sorry, but I don't care. Um, the movie Skating to New York. If any of you have seen Skating to New York with our boy Connor Jessup, who I think came out recently, or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he was in that show, American Crime Story, question mark, mm, okay. I think. Is that the one, that's the, that's like an anthology series, isn't it? The first one's like OJ? Uh, maybe it's I not s- that. Well, I saw, because I, I only saw the first season. I know the second season was like the one about Versace. No, it's not that. It's okay. something else. It's It's one of those types of shows. It's like an anthology. And he's like... Mom, I got raped at a party. And everyone's like, boys can't get raped. I've never heard of that. Okay, well. Okay. And then, like, the boy who did, it's his whole thing. But, anyway. He, like, him and his buddies are like, we're going to skate to New York. We're Canadian hockey boys. We can do it. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and they're, like, skating to New York. And then the oldest guy who's, like, I'm leaving my little brother behind because my dad's abusive. And the little brother's, like, you're going to leave me with dad? <laughs> and then, like, he's, like, of course I am. <laughs> That's a whole uh, Billy story from Stranger Things. I mean, hey. <laughs> like, there was love there, but it was questionable. And he was, like, I'm skating. And he fell through the ice. And I'm, like, I hope you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'm not going out there to get Jenny. I'm sorry. I'd be like this. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. Skating to New York. Do you want my mittens? (laughs) (laughs) Me when I just toss them. Oh, we also got to talk about another annoying little kid. Oh, who? I mean, I guess not little kid, but, you know. Miss Winters? Miss (laughs) Winters? I don't remember what her name is. I know either. Oh, it was like, oh, it was Paige, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, Paige. So, she's like one of the first interactions we see between Vanessa and somebody else. So, Paige, can, you know, they're turning in their last assignment before Christmas break. We don't understand, like, the system that they're on. I don't get it. We'll explain it in a little bit. So, basically, Miss um, Winters is like, Paige, your midterm grade suck. <laughs> so... What's going on? And she's like, my boyfriend broke up with me, Grayson. He broke up with me. And Ethan and Grayson. <laughs> and, you know, Vanessa's just trying to keep it together. She's like, okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, she gives good advice. She says, true love ain't real, honey. Focus on those goals. I didn't get that from that speech. But then later on, Paige is like, uh, I, she was talking about her goals. And then... Vanessa's over here like actually it was wrong true love is real I'm like what when did you say it wasn't okay agree agree I I don't understand where that came from but okay I feel like Paige just interpreted the message weird um but she wasn't the one that said like Vanessa herself was the one that said I was wrong when I said true love wasn't real like when did you say that I don't think she did either 
Like, who are you talking to? I think, like, the way Paige phrased it made Vanessa be like, no, honey, you misunderstood mm. me. But, like, basically all Vanessa was saying was, hey, like, don't wreck yourself for this little boy that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I said it last night, boys are just people with big hands. That's it. That's it. And this girl's like 14 and she's saying, I thought he was my one true prince. First of all, who says that? I'm like, shut up. Especially in high school. Yeah. I'm like, ew. And then here's the dealie. If my true prince was at at LHS, Mm. I'm hurt. I'm disgusted. But she like, this is the part that kind of I didn't really like. Was she's like, like, focus on your perfect GPA. Let me say this right now for the people in the back. Outside of, like, the educational doorways, your GPA does not matter. Once you get out of any type of education or whatever, GPA throw out the window. It don't matter anymore. All that stuff doesn't matter anymore. And I know, like, at that time in high school it probably did because, you know, if you're trying to go to colleges and whatever. But, like, I don't like how much emphasis people put on like numbers and grades and like maybe this is just because you know I got my first B since freshman year and I'm trying to like you know coax myself out of Mm. that depression no I'm I'm doing good I'm fine but like ew like that's what gives school like a toxic mentality is when teachers are like focus on your GPA and I'm like your worth is not wrapped up in like some number or whatever I'm not saying let yourself fall apart because of other people Like, you still have to take control of your life. It just got really serious. Um, But, ew, I just didn't like that. Uh, Yeah, it was weird. And then she keeps... I don't know how big this town is, but she keeps bumping into Vanessa every chance she gets. She's like, Miss Winters. And Vanessa's over here like, oh, Jesus. She's like, bro, I'm on break. I'm on break. And so the whole system thing, we don't get because... I assumed that this was an eight-period thing where, like, you have the same classes all year long. This is was different from our high schools. We had, like, four classes a semester, and it was all, like, different classes. But she's over here talking about, like, can I get extra credit for my midterm paper? I'm like, girl, this is, like, Christmas break. Final papers, final papers are due. Also, and like, since when can you ask for extra credit? Know. And she's like, figure something out. I'm like, dang, I wish I had the courage, and I wish I had a professor that would do that. I wish I had the courage and all. Um, <laughs> but it's just like when she said that, I said, no, you don't ask for extra credit. Like, it's offered to you. You don't ask for it. Because, first of all, if you're asking for it, and then your professor or teacher, whatever, is like, yeah, then you're automatically, like, the privileged one. You're the outlier. Nobody else gets it unless they ask for it. Exactly. Like, She's obviously a teacher's pet because, like, you did one bad grade they on a mid weird relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and maybe, I don't know, I was not close to, like, my teachers like mm-hmm. that, where I would go up and be like, yeah, so I'm having all these issues in my personal life. Like, it was not like that. Like, I had teachers that didn't even know my name, and I had them for, like, the mm-hmm. whole year. So, if, if you had a personal special bond with a teacher, please let me know in the comments. Maybe I'm just a sociopath. But the only teacher that I had that with was a teacher that I never had as a teacher. Oh, really? Yeah, like, my girl, Miss Johnson, my baby. I loved that woman. And I would go into her room, like, after school. Like, me and a bunch of people. Because she was super cool to talk to and everything. But I never had her. Like, I had friends that had her, but I was never in her class. I can say that because she don't work there anymore. Oh, that's interesting. But, dang. Dang. I, I never had a teacher like that. 
that was the only one. Like, I mean, I had teachers that meant something to me, I guess, or yeah. that, like, shaped me in my, like, educational but, life. But, you know, if I had a boyfriend that ever broke up with me, I wouldn't ever be like, you're Exactly. Like, Miss Johnson, maybe. Because, like, when I, like, left my first college that I won't talk about, I went, like, back to school. This is after I graduated with my friend. I was like, She's like, it's going to be fine. But. Brush it off. I'm like, girl, you don't go here anymore. I had teachers that would, like, ask me questions about other people. And I'm like. Um, okay. And I'm like, do I look like the 411 information <laughs> source? Like, I had this one teacher in high school that there was this girl that was in one of my classes. And she was younger than me because this was a class that had, like, all grades in it. It wasn't just, like, a senior class. Because mm-hmm. um, it was, like, an elective. And he was like, like, what is the deal, like, with this girl? Like, why is she, like, freaking out every day, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, look, I There were some know. teachers like that. And I'm like, I talk to the same four people every day. I'm like, I really don't know. I said, I think it's someone, her boyfriend or whatever. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Um, because I didn't know this girl that well. And, like, one time she had a full-on panic attack. Like, I mean, like, crying, like, I can't breathe. And he said, Taylor, like, go handle that. And I'm like, I don't know this girl. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like, I was, like, doing what I'd seen in the movies. Like, when people have panic attacks, I'm like, okay, so we're just going to take deep breaths. We're just going to calm down. We're just going to, like, <gasps> that was the first time in my life I ever felt like an adult. Mm. Like, I was, like, but just confused. I was like, um, you know, everything's fine. She's like, <laughs> it really shows, like, how, it, it really shows your personality or, like, your adult personality when you're in a situation that you don't know how to handle. For real. Like, when my friends and I got in a car accident. We were all freaking out. Everybody was freaking out. And I, and I was the first one. I was like, okay, guys, I'll call 911. Once I dialed that number, I was like, I don't think I should have been the one to do this. <laughs> it's I was just like, like you I, just go into act mode. I was like, guys, I don't even know what street we're on. <laughs> I thought, like, it was, like, in the movies where they could just track your phone. But they were like, ma'am. Because uh, the first thing they ask, which I didn't realize they did this. First thing they ask is, like, where are you at? And I'm like. Well, that's an interesting question. I I was all, I was automatically just like, "Hi, we got in a car accident," but they're like, you, "Where are you at?" And I'm like, "Okay." And then they ask like, "What's your emergency?" That's so. My mom used to be like a nine one one call response. Ooh, I can do that. Uh, I mean, neither. I'd be like, "Honey, I don't know." Especially like, have you ever been on YouTube? And this gets recommended for me sometimes. So I'm like, "Okay, why?" But it's like kidnapping phone call, like with the operator and. And the, like, the girl, and the girl's like, he's sleeping right beside me. And the operator's like, what's he doing? And she's like, he's sleeping. And she's like, can you move? And she's like, I'm tied up. And I'm like, this is rinky. I could not, I am so afraid of literally everything. Mm -hmm. I could not do that. No. Mm -hmm. Just no. And then I would always be scared that I'm going to be the person that, like, causes them to get killed or something. Yeah. Because, you know, like, in the movies, like, they'll be on the phone or whatever, and it'll lose connection, and they'll call back, and it'll be like, bing, 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 that's bing. what happened in that movie. Oh, what was it called? It had Halle Berry in it, I think. I know what you're yeah. talking about. With the girls in the trunk. Yes. Okay, so, like, I think <laughs> what happened in the movie is that she quit, and, like, the operator quit because she did get somebody killed, mm-hmm. like, accident. Well, like, indirectly. I mean, obviously, it wasn't her. But, you know, she hung up the phone because she's like, he's coming. And then she's like, okay, call back. Ring, ring. And then he's like, what you doing with that phone? And we all know what happened. And then Anna Sophia Robb, I think that was, was that her? Anna Sophia I don't Robb? know. I think it was her. I did not know that. I think it was. I think it was her, Anna Sophia Robb. And she was like, I'm in a trunk. And she, like, Had to bust out the, the taillight. <laughs> yes. That trailer. 
We all know that trailer. I didn't see that movie, but, like, I remember it. Because, mm-hmm. um, okay, here's the deal. I, I know, like, some 911 operator, whatever thing, like, they have codes that you can use if you have to call and you're in a situation. Isn't there, like, a pizza one where you can call, like, pretend you're ordering a pizza? You're like, yeah, can I get a cheese pizza? And they're asking you questions, and, like, you're like, uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So... I would be terrified. Like, what if you were ordering, pretending to order something, and then I one opera is like, "Man, this isn't a fast." I'll be like, "Can I please have a cheese pizza? Please have a cheese pizza." Ma'am, are you okay? Please. <laughs> They're but, like, "Wow, that she really wants a cheese pizza." I don't know, like, how well that would work in certain situations. You know what I mean? Because, like, it just—it's not going to make sense all the time for you to just mm-hmm. pick up the phone and be like, "I'm ordering pizza," mm-hmm. like. I guess, I don't know. I guess it just depends on the situation. I just, that's terrifying to me. Like, I could not be a call operator. I feel like when crises happen, crises, crises, Pisces, um, I feel like I'm pretty calm usually. Like, I'm usually not like, ah! Like, I'm normally like, okay. Because, like, my grandma's Virgo energy, like, she's the one that's like, ah! That's how my mom is. And I'm like, calm down. I'm try- I'm the one trying to be calm. You know, our house almost got set on fire. It it was kind of on fire one time. Everybody's over here freaking out, and I'm guys, and I'm like, guys, we got a fire extinguisher for a reason. Gracie's over here trying to get water. My like, girl, this is not a wa- a water t- taken out with water fire. And I grabbed the pets, and I was like, okay, see you guys on the other side. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm the one that's calm, but also at the same time, I'm doing nothing to solve the problem. <laughs> well, it's like, sometimes, like, there's not anything you can do. Yeah. Like, if it's not your area of expertise, I would rather just, like, step back and let the people who know what they're doing do what they need to do. Yeah. But even if you're freaking out on the inside, I feel like I always appear, like, chill on the outside. Because, I mean, we've had some medical emergencies at my house. We've had some stuff happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm always the one that's kind of like, okay, everything's fine. Da, 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 da. My, you know, my family, bless them, they kind of interpret my, you know, chillness in emergency situations as if, like, I don't care. Indifference. But I'm the person that's like, I, like, I'm doing this for everybody else. Like, we need to stay calm. But on the inside, I'm like... <gasps> Okay, <laughs> let's let's exactly let's, uh, freaking out ain't gonna help the situation. Mm-hmm. It's not like yeah. ever. It's like you know Vanessa crying about her man being gone and seeing that ornament in the tree. <laughs> that did nothing. <laughs> like, girl, it's just the way it is. You knew he didn't belong here. That's a 14th century boy right there. Can you fall in love that fast? <laughs> Again, Christmas movies get a pass. I mean, I guess. Every time I think of Christmas movies, I think of Christina Milian. What? You know her? No. She's that one girl that she used to be in, like, all the Hallmarky Lifetime ABC Family movies. I might. I don't. I might if, like, you show me her face, but I probably don't know her name. So, there was this movie. What was it called? Like... I remember it always had that Mariah Carey song, and I was like, Santa's gonna come and make you mine this Christmas. Santa's gonna come and make you mine. And it had, like, Ashley Benson in it. Okay. And she's like, we have to, like, create this ad campaign for this pop star who's problematic. And then Ashley, she's like, I'm drunk. I'm choking on a martini. And I'm dead. <laughs> Chris, all of our Christmas movies are always, the, the advertisements are the best. They're although, the best thing in the world. Although, I don't think, you know... I don't think they're as good, you know, 
2019. They they all have the um that woman from Full House, Candace Cameron. But Cameron Candace, Cameron as I said Candace. in a previous episode. <laughs> Honestly, I almost doubt it. Is it Cameron Candace? Uh, but uh, she's now a Hallmark queen. Oh my god, yes. Um, it's kind of there's there's this one trailer I saw, and because my mom, she's still a Hallmark queen on the inside. Uh, you know, me and Mama Doll are one and the same. You know, people are dancing this little like barn thing. It's a real hoedown throwdown. <laughs> I don't really know like what the whole concept was. It was just like two people fall in love at Christmas and they dance. The end. <laughs> me on me on just like a random Thursday. Mm-hmm. But they used to be like so cute. You know, I love the really traumatic Christmas movies. Like, we all have our classics, you know, like, the Santa Claus, Home Alone, whatever. But there's always, like, those weird ones, like, Annabelle's Wish. <laughs> you Annabelle's Wish. It's with that cow. I've never seen it. I know what you're talking about. Never seen it. We used to watch it in, like, music class when I was in elementary school. <laughs> It was about this boy. His name, I think, was, like, Billy or something. Billy. And then he was like, I'm mute because we had a house fire and I don't talk anymore. Ah." And everyone would be like, Billy, Billy. And then, like, the mean kids would be like, hey, you can't talk. Let's all talk about um, movies they show us in elementary school. (laughs) Traumatic. I mean, first of all, like, okay, I remember in elementary school, this just, like, shook me to the core. So they showed us this movie. It was horrible, by the way, um, of this kid who get bu- bullied a lot. And basically, he got bullied to the point where, like, the kids were like, and then he got in the street, and this car, like, hit him, and he, you know. <laughs> and they were like, now this is why you don't bully, because people, and I'm like, ah! I think I know what you're talking about. It's, like, in guidance classes. Yes. There was this one video. It was so scary. Like, oh, my God. It was about bullying, but it was, like, the opposite. It was the bully. He was like, oh, you're stupid. And then, like, he got in trouble. His mom was like, don't you talk to him like that. Because I think the kid's mom had died. He's like, you don't have a mom. Which I'm like, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And the mom was like. Go to your room. And then he lights, like, a can on fire, like an aerosol can. I know what you're talking about. And it blows about. up in his face. Yes. And I he know. has to wear that plastic yeah. thing. I know exactly what you're talking that about. movie scared, like, scared me to death. Mm. Like, uh, I, like, don't even like candles in my house because, like, that movie. Like, I'm an essential oil queen. But... I mean, I think the whole point of guidance guidance counselors basically scared us into not bullying people. They're terrifying you into being nice. Yeah. That and not smoking cigarettes. Like, there was that one movie. It was, like, animated, I think. And it was, like, I smoked cigarettes. And, like... (laughs) I don't think I've seen this. (laughs) If I could find it, oh, my God, I would. He Like, there's this... It's so scary. I was like, I'm never smoking cigarettes. But he's, like, laying back. And then, like, he, like some demon thing is, like, on top of him. He's like this. It looks like sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it shows some guy in jail. who's like, I went to jail because I started smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, speaking of which, my, I took my trash out the other day. Somebody threw a pack of cigarettes into my empty trash can. And I was like, thank you, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Um... Another movie. I'm pretty sure everybody's seen. I hope you've seen this. Super Size Me. Oh yeah. I mean, it's shown like 
probably every year. I didn't see it until high school, though. Really? Well, okay, I'd seen clips of it, like, in middle school, but I don't remember actually watching it until high school. That movie's kind of great, though. It's on Netflix, if anybody wants to watch it. Isn't there a new one coming out? I heard there is. There's also one about, um, I don't know if it's made by the same people, but it's basically, like, I don't remember what it's called, but basically they just smoke a bunch of marijuana. It's basically, oh, like... super high me or Yeah, whatever. super high me, Yeah. They would never show that in elementary school. This is what's going to happen when you kids destroy your lungs with that devil's lettuce reefer mess. Yeah, but they would always show Super Size Me in health classes. And I just love it. I would, I, I soaked it all in. It was the best. I, that was, uh, you know, what I waited for the entire year. Like, when are we watching Super Size Me? This podcast has taken so many turns and I'm not even mad. Like, yeah. I remember in music class, sometimes we'd watch movies. We would always watch, like, Mary Poppins or whatever. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mary Poppins. And then in fourth grade, we watched The Incredibles. Um, that was the first time I ever saw it. And then, like, sometimes I would always play Harry Potter, but it would always be, like, some random movie. It would always be, like, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. And the Philosopher's Stone. But Harry Potter. And there would always be that one scene. I swear to God, I, like, don't remember watching any of the rest of the movie other than the part where he broke his arm. <laughs> and he's, like... <laughs> Technically, that's Chamber of Secrets. Whatever. Like, I just remember seeing Noodle Alarm Boy. I um, but... National um, Treasures. Oh, National Treasures was so good. We watched like that. that we watched that in my government class in high school. I was a seventeen-year-old in high school watching National Treasure. I just remember, like everyone got to watch it in middle school, but in PE that we would play these videos. I swear, I don't know what my school was on, but like we would play these videos of learning how to juggle. We never watch videos in gym class because you know that's not the point of gym class. Well, we would like actually juggle, and then we do like. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Exercising. They would be with like scarves and be like this. And then, like, I remember doing Tybo, which was honestly kind of fun. Mm. Um, and then speed stacking. Oh, yeah. Speed like, stacking was, like, crack. Mm-hmm. Like, like you just, when, when you go, like, whoop, a whoop, and people would be like, I can go fast. And it would always become this, like, weirdly competitive thing. Like, I understand it's speed stacking, you're supposed to go fast. But the boys would always be like, that was, like, BDE before BDE. Mm. Like, they'd be like. He can't stack as fast as I can. And I'd be like, okay, Brian. Like, we get okay, it. Brian. They'd always be like this. <laughs> and I'd be like... I remember um, in music class, we watched this one movie, and I can't remember it for some reason, but it's basically, like, the Nutcracker, but this little girl, like, sees an orange, and she's like, it's a Nutcracker, and then she, like, turns into the Nutcracker, and something, like, it was really weird, like, you know, the little Barbie, like, Nutcracker thing, not the actual Barbie movie, mm-hmm. which, by the way, that's a whole nother conversation. The Barbie movie with the two, like, the princess and the popper. She, where they're like, you're like me. <laughs> Just like you. And I am a girl like you. That was my favorite one. I loved that movie. Mm-hmm. I had the Barbie doll. I had the brunette one. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was like, she's ethnic like me. <laughs> <laughs> I looked nothing like her. <laughs> but I loved that Barbie. Those movies were correct to me. Barbie movies are like, oh I, my god. I'm pretty sure I still have them. They're all cinematic masterpieces. Like, mm-hmm. I could watch them today. Like, the Swan Lake one. I loved that one. Mm-hmm. The Mermaid one. Ooh, yes. 
There was one that I loved. This was probably, other than The Princess and the Popper or whatever, this is my favorite one. And it wasn't like a princess movie. But basically, she had like a little diary. And I thought it was the cutest little thing. And she like worked at a mall or something. But she like kept writing. I don't know the point of the movie, but she just kept writing in the diary. And I thought it was the cutest thing. So I asked my mom to get me like my own diary with a lock on it because of it. Oh. I don't remember what it was called. I think it was literally called Barbie My Secret Diary. Katie's First Journal. <laughs> It was so... I love that movie, but I was so mad because it would always skip. Like, it would just be like... Oh. Burr, 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 burr. My car today. <laughs> I just... Like... That home video store did not keep up with their DVDs. They re- I wish that was still a thing. They just closed all of, like, the DVD rental places in my hometown. And I didn't go anymore, but, like, we still had an account there. Hmm. And, like, I'm like, dang, where am I supposed to, like, they, go get my DVD? They closed ours down, like, long ago. They replaced it with, like, a Jets pizza. We only had two left. We had um, this one, and it's a Dollar General now. And then the other one, I don't know what they're going to make it. Because it's, like, a part of a strip with, like, a grocery store. Mm. I have no idea. They still have one, like, where my college is. Because I passed by it, and they have, like, signs up with, like, Captain Marvel or Spider-Man. And and I'm like, how many people still go there? Why are DVD places always, like, tanning salons, too? I don't know. Like, what is the deal? I don't know. Like... Get your tan and get a movie. But um, back to Vanessa, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I mean, this movie. I did have a lot to say about this movie, and I was like, bullying people, like, <laughs> and movies like. That. It's Gosh. very. It's so simple though. Like, don't make fun of people because they're poor. Like, yeah. Give them men's when you can. Also, find the true quest, or like su- succeed in your true quest of love, which and, I guess is the whole point of the movie. And at the end, the crone lady, when they go back to, um, you know, the 14th century, she does the same thing to his brother. She's oh like, yeah. Do you want to help my little old lady like me? He's like, of course. He's probably gonna find Vanessa's other twin, Stacy Denona. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was gonna say, why does it just say 14th century? Can't you say, like, 1360-something? I think they did at some point. Oh. It was, like, it kept December saying, 25th, 13th century. Oh, it, I thought it kept saying 14th century. I was like, can't y'all just put an actual date? The opening of it reminds me of Hocus Pocus when they're like, Hi-ya. and it's, like, that aerial <laughs> shot. <laughs> Looks the exact same. The set design um i talked about this with you with like the little village the christmas village i was like this is the same set design as the princess switch it looks cheap (laughs) yeah the snow someone was complaining about the budget on this movie i was like okay this ain't like some marvel movie they don't got like they probably got two million i if that yeah hold on let me look at the budget give me some accurate numbers I just, I liked it more than the Princess Switch in the beginning. Oh, yeah. I just felt like in the middle, like, they didn't know what they wanted to do. Like, they could have made this movie shorter. Mm-hmm. There's not even, it's not released. The budget's not released. Vanessa, give me a call. Just tell me. I wonder how much she's getting paid for these. She probably be getting Enough paid to keep doing them. Yeah. My windows look, like, so foggy. Oh, it my goodness. It looks intimate in here. Oh, my goodness. It looks like she's been playing. Uh, you said it, not me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I need to... Keep it together. This is PG. But it's just like... 
Oh, I can't. This movie, though, like, I just feel like in the middle, they didn't know what they wanted to do plot-wise. Because in the beginning, it was all about him. He's like, I'm in the morning world. What's going on? And, and then they just start going to the grocery store and... And apparently he's, like, skilled at all these different things, which, I mean, I'm not surprised. He's like, I'm a baker and a butcher and a knight. What did he, he said it a certain way. Butcher, baker, candlestick maker. He didn't make any candles. What, who, like, what's, what's your man's qualities, your three rhyming words? Well, candle maker, for one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, get back to me on that, because I don't know. Okay, I think mine is um, a little sad, a little bad, but never mad. Dang. I can't think of one. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll come up with it next podcast. You should have asked me ahead of time. <laughs> My ideal man is whoever Willow Smith was singing boy about. Okay. Hey, Mom, I met a boy. He's really sad. Like Quentin Tarantino. Ugh. <laughs> Nothing against Quentin Tarantino movies, kind of. <laughs> oh, what century is your lover in? Like, you know, they had to go all the way back in time to find Vanessa a decent man. Oh, okay. And I'm like, were there no other men in, like, any other eras that could have worked? I don't know if the, uh, if it was for him or for her. Like, I don't know. And what about Matilda? Poor Matilda. Maybe she's getting with the brother. <laughs> I mean, hey... My boy is, you know, 500 AD. (laughs) Why not? Okay. I think my boy is, um, let's see, can't go before 1960s, because... See, that's what I'm saying, like, century, we're pretty limited on our options. Exactly, and I feel like with this one it works, because I'm not saying, like, equality was a thing in, like, the 14th century, but I feel like a lot of the issues we have weren't there yet. Ooh, I have my answer. Ooh. Okay, um, I'm gonna choose a celebrity specifically. Okay. 1990s Norman Reedus. Who was that? Okay, the guy from The Walking Dead, but he's in so many other things. Can I look him up? as, like, like, our age. I mean, he's in his fifties. Well, I think he's like fifty now, but he's still looking good. I mean, even though he's older than he's older than my own father, but he's looking good. <laughs> but you know, nineteen nineties. Dang. Ooh, I don't know. See, I would say like nineteen ninety three Leo DiCaprio, but like honestly, we have our own. Like Leo, he's he was not the one anymore. Oh, okay. He's kind of cute. It's not my taste, but he's kind of cute. We all have our own taste. It's okay. I think... Uh, now I feel like I gotta pick a celeb. Hold on. Well, Let you don't have to. It. Let me think about it. Okay. Hold on. It could be any decade. Okay. It could be any century. You can choose Abraham Lincoln. I you feel like. like I would pick, like, 70s. Ooh. And, like, maybe... Oh, God. Hold on. Wait a minute. This is getting real interesting. I really gotta we're getting take re- this seriously. We're getting really, like, specific. I know. Like, there's just so many, like men who just looked good mm-hmm. like then I don't know specifically I had someone in mind and now I can't remember oh, that hurts me in my heart mm-hmm. I'm gonna take 2017 Harry Styles no <laughs> I don't know I mean not no but you know yeah okay I'm gonna take Harry Styles but like dressed in that one photo shoot where he looked good well, that's all of them. I mean, yeah, but... Like, the one where it's, like... Oh, is it, like, Rolling Stones? Yeah. Yeah. That one. 
Mm-hmm. We we both knew. It, that's saying something. We both knew. He can have my heart, my body, my soul. But, you know. Mm-hmm. I know. I think that's... I don't know. Like, if I weren't trying to think of it, I could name off, like, so many What people. about, like, a historical figure? <laughs> Let me think of Night at the Museum. Mm. Um... I don't know. I I'm like, trying to think, like, somebody from the royal family. Like, who would I choose? I don't even know the royal family. I mean, Prince Harry's pretty cute, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mama Doll coming out. That is such a cute sweater. <laughs> um, I, I really... I don't know. Prince Charles was not that cute, just saying. No, ugly. Even though the guy who plays him on The Crown... Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Me with, like, any man ever. <laughs> the team. It's like how, and then, like, Prince Philip, like, both of the actors who played him, like, handsome men. I don't know about real life. <laughs> I don't, who's, okay, um, what is his name? Oh, my God. I've talked about him on the podcast before. What the heck is his name? He plays John Lennon in the movie Runaway Boy. He has that wife that's, like, a lot older than him. Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson? Yes. Oh my god. He he's that's his personality. He has a wife that's much older than him. <laughs> it's like that was like the, the <laughs> easiest way to identify him was that. I don't know, there's like a lot of people that could I would be more than happy with. I mean, there's so many people. Literally, like when we, we had a whole rant about Leo DiCaprio the other day and like his filmography and stuff and like mm, like he's really uh limited himself. Exactly. I feel like when he like his younger roles Oh my god, I watched, like, his whole discography when I was younger. Like, yeah. everything until, like, 2003. But now he's just like, I do big budget, and I do one film t- every two years, because I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm Oscar winner now. I feel like before he was working really hard to get the Oscar, so he was doing stuff that was, like, interesting, and now I'm kind of, like, boring. And he's like, I'm just gonna play an actor in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And which, he- I mean, that movie... I've heard things about it, but, you know. I haven't, I don't know anything about that. I, I just remember that, like, you know how Margot Robbie's supposed to be, like, a really big part of that movie, because she's, like, in all the main posters and stuff? Apparently she does not have that many lines. I hate when films do that. And then Quentin Tarantino, somebody asked Quentin Tarantino, he's like, he got so mad, he's like, it's just my film and I can do what I want. And then the same thing happened with The Irishman, which everybody and their mother are talking about on Twitter. It's that new movie on Netflix by Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. And um, Anna Paquin, I think that's how you pronounce her name. Mm-hmm. She's in it, too. She has, like, two lines. Same controversy happened. And then The King, when Lily Rose Depp showed up, we thought she was supposed to be a big part of the movie. But I think that was our own fault. Like, I don't think she was supposed to be a big Same thing with, like, Robert Pattinson. Everyone's like, Robert Pattinson's in The King. Barely. Mm-hmm. Like, quit using these big names to draw attention to your movie. Mm-hmm. Like, let your movie talk for itself. Also, I watched the clip from um, one of the movies he's in. He's, like, in space. Oh, And he has, like, oh. a child. It was, like... High life. Yeah. It was really cute. Because he has, like, this little baby. He's all by himself. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I heard that movie is crazy. It, it sounds crazy. I, I looked up a plot. I heard. A, I looked up a plot summary because I was like, I'm probably never gonna find it for free, and um, it is crazy. It's nuts. But the little clip of him like holding a baby and he's like shushing it. I'm like, that is so cute. Like, Robert, you a little cutie. Same with the lighthouse. Like, I wanna. I kind of want to see. It. I kind of want to see it, but at the same time, I'm like, um, okay. <laughs> 
something about Willem Dafoe. I love him. Don't you but- mean William Dafoe? <laughs> Apparently, it's his real name. Yeah, but you know, Willem. Oh, Willem. Oh my God. He like kind of freaks me out ever since Green Goblin. You know, he was the first thing God. I ever saw. <laughs> he's the first. Well, I first saw him in that. And I think he's traumatized me ever since. The scene where he stands in, like, that chamber thing, like, always made me feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> I would always be like this the whole time. Like, I was a child, and he's freaked me out ever since. I was like, ew. Yeah, but he's a really good actor, I so. wouldn't pick, pick Will- Willem Dafoe to be my century man. I wouldn't pick him. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, I know. You know, honestly, mm. even though this is your man, I'm so sorry. Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Okay. But Donnie Darko, Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm. Like that era. Somebody said that Tess was trying to get all the MCU villains because she's dated Tom Hilston and Jake Gyllenhaal. Ugh. And like that's two out of a thousand villains. I'm literally, I'm like, honey, a queen is settled down. Yeah. Queen said Joe Alwyn is the one. It's very good. Apparently, he was really good in The Favorite. I don't know anything about him. He was in the favorite. <laughs> I know he's a London boy, Android. Uh, <laughs> oh man! I just feel like I'm like really racking my brain to like be like who who would it be who 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 you know, uh, Sebastian Stan. Who's that? Okay, he was in I Tonya. Oh okay. You know the boy with the mustache, played uh, crazy husband. Mm. He's been he was in Gossip Girl. I'm pretty sure. Didn't watch that. Um, he was in Once Upon a Time, that movie. That show is so weird. Well, like, I haven't seen it, but it's, like, all the fairy tales. I tried and to watch it, and I couldn't world. get into it. It's one of those ABC TV shows. I watched a couple episodes, and I was like, mm, this isn't for me. Let me show you a picture of him. I just feel like, you know, I'm really into musicians. Like, that's the tea. I think I'm just an actor type of gal. Even though I know they would stomp on me. Like, they would break my heart in a heartbeat. my favorite but <laughs> oh okay i'm sorry we obviously have different takes <laughs> clearly really like revive Ullman. he's really attractive who is that he played um phil on phil of the future okay he's like really he still looks good to this hmm. day um i'm not gonna say evan peters but whatever um <laughs> timothy chalamet intimidates me like he's beautiful but i wouldn't want to be with him there was this like funny video of him it kind of just proves that he's just, like, a normal boy like we are. He's a real just, boy. Because we're just a normal boy. He's, like, <laughs> he's at some event, you know, with all the big celebrities. And some fans are like, Timotha, Timotha, Shalom. And he looks behind him, and he literally goes, like, he looks behind him, he's like. And then he goes, like. <laughs> I don't know how I would act. He's, like, so funny and just so normal. Night Before Christmas, what is your rating? My rating? Okay. Um, ooh. Out of five Swiss Miss packets, I would honestly, you know what? I would give it a four. I liked it. Okay. As a Christmas movie. If it were to stack up against, like, regular movies, it would be a lower yeah. four. But, I, like, for a Christmas movie, I'd give it a four. I liked it. Let's see. What do I want to rate it out of? I guess... Let's see. You know, I'll get. I'll also give it four out of five. Girl leveling up in a video game on the ice <laughs> rink. 
I need y'all to watch that scene. It's so funny. If you don't want to watch the whole movie, just skip to that scene. Yeah. Anyway, should we move on to the quiz? It's time, baby. So we're going to pretend to time travel, and it will reveal who we were in a past life. To infinity and beyond. By Lily Panda, a community contributor. Her profile pic is Belle. Yeah. Thanks for... Thanks, Lily Panda. For contributing to the community. Yeah. First, who is going with you? My partner in crime. My best friend. My pet, or I'm going alone. Oh, you know, I'm going to go alone. Agree. Agree. Choose your time machine. Oh, okay. Um, we have really old black and white one that kind of looks like that thing from the Gene Wilder version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, we have the, the, the Tesla ba- one. The Back to the Future. <laughs> the Tesla yeah. one with the suicide doors. Yeah. We have uh, the TARDIS from Doctor Who. And then we have one that just looks like a scale. It's a weird looking one. Um, I'm going to go with our Tesla. Okay. You know, I've always wanted to be in that call box. Mm-hmm. I was never a big, like, Doctor Who stand, but man. I wasn't either. Now I kind of want to get into it. Every time I watch something with Matt Smith in it, because he was one of the doctors, everybody's always like, huh, it's Doctor Who, and he's married to the Queen now, and I'm like, dang, everything's got to be a Doctor Who thing. It's like how every time I see Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, I'm like, Harry Potter. He's in a new thing now. I know, I saw that. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking it's about. It's like that royal thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Are you going to the past or future? The past. The future. Surprise me. I'll press random buttons and see where I end up. Like a SpongeBob episode. <laughs> I'm going to go to the past. Ooh, okay. I don't, I don't deal with the future. Mm-mm. Why the past, though? Because I know what happens. So, like, I just want to experience it for myself, but, like, in secret. I, I ain't about to mess everything up. Mm. But, you know, the future, like, what if I see something I don't want to see? You, you just got to leave that be. That's just how it is. Oh, man. I feel like I have to hit the future, though. Okay. I feel it's like different. The, the past is, like, leave her where she is. Because I feel like I would be taking more of a risk if I went in the past. See, I don't want to change anything in the past, but I just want to observe I don't know how much I would get out of it, I guess. But then I'm thinking about that movie About Time and how the guy could just, like, go in the closet and go back in the past, like, every two seconds. And, like, sometimes I'm jealous. Mm. Choose your time travel bag. A Louis Vuitton. Vuitton. Um, a little Zara red bag. A little brown duffel bag that would hurt your arm very quickly. And then some type of, like... Yeah, my dad used to be in the military, so he gave me this bag for Christmas. No, this is like, you're in ROTC, and this is what you carry. I'm in the military. Yeah. I'm, uh, I guess I'll just choose the Louis Vuitton bag. Because, Louis Vuitton. Because, well, none of, them, none of them seem practical. They really don't. But I guess the only one is the Louis Vuitton, because it zips up. I think, like, I like the duffel one the most. But I don't want to carry, carry that, that around. Gonna hurt my arm. Yeah, I don't want to carry that. I have to go with the Louis Vuitton. What will you take with you? Food, books, a camera, or money. I'm going to take a camera. Dang. I agree. You can take that. But here's the deal. I don't want to take pictures of the future and bring it back. Oh, you're going to the future. Uh-huh. That's a thing. I'm going to go for money. Because maybe, like, the inflation will have changed. Ooh. 
And, like, why would you bring food? You know, I mean, there's going to be food there, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> How long will you stay? Only a few hours. Three days. A week. As long as I can. Um, I'm staying a week. Yeah, I'll say a week. I would have said, like, a day. Or, I don't know. Something like, like, a few hours is not long enough. Yeah. Because, like, what if you need to, like, travel to get somewhere? Mm-hmm. You're not going to see much. And what will you miss the most about 2017? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles debut album. <laughs> the food. My family. Modern medicine. What okay. if you're going to the future? That's even more modern. I won't miss anything. I guess my family. I don't. I mean, I'm only going for a week. I mean, for real. I'm going to say I won't miss anything. Oh, Who? Oh, me too. The same. Okay, who'd you get? Hildegard of Bingen. That's what I got. Who is that? Um, lived from 1098 to 1179. Um, a mystic author and composer. Hold on. Oh, wait, I, I know who that is. I actually do know who that is. I took music theory. <laughs> I did, but I don't remember. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has been considered by many in Europe to be the founder of scientific natural history in Germany. Good for her. Okay, but mm, my queen does not have a good skincare routine. I see that. Mm. All right, then. Look at her. She's a little dry. Hmm. She lived a long life for, like... For that time. I know. 81 years. My baby said, I'm going to live forever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of happy with that. But don't quote me on that, because I don't know too much about her. Maybe she's a little controversial Maybe in her she's days. problematic. I wouldn't know. I don't know. Hildy. Huh? Hildy. Hildy. Oh, Hildy. Oh, Hild. How oh, Hild. Oh, girl, calm <laughs> down. Here's what I found. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure to give us a rating, give us a review. Tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Follow us on Twitter at... Courage and Doll. And look at our website. CourageDollPodcast.wixsite.com slash now playing. Um, and make sure to subscribe. Bye. Bye. I'm so sorry. Do a T-pose. <laughs> <laughs>